Hello, hello, and thank you for tuning in to episode two of My Book Release Countdown, the podcast. I am She Denea, and this episode is titled WAP, Women and Purpose. Today, we'll be discussing womanhood and womb health, advancing in the industry of feminine self-care, and passionately pursuing purpose. And I am glad to announce that I have a special guest by the name of Mecca Freeman. Hi. Hey, how are you? I'm pretty good. Thank you for agreeing to be a guest on my podcast. I really appreciate it. I'm so excited. Thank you for reaching out. I love what you're doing. That's amazing. It's so amazing. I feel the same about you. Thank you so much. So we're going to go ahead and get right into it first. um, I'm sort of familiar with your story just because I watch all your videos and I just admire how transparent you are with your story. But for the listeners who don't know anything about you, I'd like you to introduce yourself and just give us a little information about who you are. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, So my name is Mecca Freeman. Just to go back a little bit about my story and just touch uh, a few parts and how I got into where I am. Um, For the most part, I grew up in a very dysfunctional family. That led to um, basically my father being incarcerated, both parents actually being incarcerated. Um, My mother was on drugs for like 25 years to my father passing away in my teenage years to losing my virginity um, at the age of 11 and then transitioning to alcoholism at 14, becoming an exotic dancer at 16 and doing that for uh, about seven years. And from there, after that period in my life, that's when I actually came in alignment with my, my gifts, which is helping people and serving the world in a, in a different light and a higher purpose. So I went on a journey internally to finding out who I was as a woman. And that's how me selling Yoni Steam Herbs was birthed, me becoming an author, uh, a speaker, helping women build their confidence and things of that nature due to many past traumas and events that I had. I didn't have any outlets. There was no answers, nowhere that I went externally where I can get help. And there was nowhere to turn, but inside of myself. So that's pretty much how I've got to the point where I'm at now. And basically what I do as an entrepreneur, that's basically to sum it up. Right. So you kind of touched on the next question I have for you what does womanhood now mean to you and I say that because you know I have a you know my own story and I kind of talked about it in my previous episode but I know initially womanhood to me was something that was to be suppressed or um, it was just minimized in the world that we were living in and then getting to this space recognizing the power of being a woman in your femininity So what does womanhood mean to you? That is beautiful. That's a great question. To me, womanhood means accepting who you are totally as a woman, being connected with all the aspects of yourself. So the aspects that tell you to be very feminine, you know, follow the rules in the world, but also we have this nature that's inside of us that we hide because society says it's not okay or because men say that they feel intimidated by it because we, to be honest, you know, women, we are, we shine bright. Like we shine bright, all women. So I like to call this, this nature of us that, that wolf woman, 
You have that alter ego of who you are. And it's really about honoring and respecting yourself and moving through the world intentional. And that's, that's exactly what womanhood means to me. Yeah, that's excellent. I love that. Thank you. Um, Of course. So now let's get into womb health. So I had a business, I was living in Cincinnati and that's, I think that's kind of how I was introduced to you because we have mutual friends through social media and I did the Yoni steam business in collaboration with some girls at pressure beauty studios, which is now Deuce and more aesthetics who I love. Period. And I got into that because I had a cousin who lived in Atlanta and she was having trouble conceiving because she had fibroids really bad in the doctor's wanted her to get a hysterectomy, but she didn't have children yet. So she started searching for alternative methods to kind of shrink the fibroids. Mm. And she was able to do that with yoni steaming and taking some particular enzyme pills. And she was able to conceive a child at maybe 39 years old because she shrank the fibroids to a manageable size. I know that you do the, you sell the uh, yoni steam herbs. And I think you also sell the waste beads, correct? Yes. Yeah. So what does womb health, especially as a black woman and, and getting into holistic wellness, how did you get into that and how important is that to you? That's a great question. I love that. So for me, um, I was at a point in my life where um, in the beginning of my spiritual journey, where I just felt like I kept having blockages. Have you ever been at that point where it's like, okay, I'm doing everything that, you know, the books are telling me to do. I'm eating the right foods, I'm working out, um, I'm cutting out the negativity in my life, but you still feel as if you're not moving forward. Right. So one day I picked this book up um, um, called Sacred Woman by Queen Afua. For a lot of women that's listening, I highly recommend this book. It was a game changer for me. And um, I remember in this book, and she stated something about how our wounds are so connected to who we are as women. And from studying chakras and uh, energies, I understood it at a, at a basic and foundational level, but this took it to um, the extreme for me. This, this, this was an eye opener. I had an aha moment. So as I was reading that book, um, something that I took from the book, it made me grab a journal and I started to write to my womb. Girl, when I tell you what came out of me, I didn't realize the energies that was blocked inside of me from sexual um, partners or traumatic events that I had. So what made me actually get into yoni steaming was searching ways to remove sexual energy from my womb. So that's, that's exactly how it started. And then once I realized like, oh, wow, it's more benefits to this, you know, helping with fertility, helping with aligning the chakras, removing um, dead matter and things and waste from your womb, you know, from periods. Oh, and the list goes on and on and on. So, but primarily it was really for me to remove those, those energies from my womb because we can go out in the world and put our best foot forward and try to become the greatest versions of ourselves and not know that we actually have things that are actually holding us back, energies that are leaching within our aura or within our, our energetic field. And yep. there's ways uh, that we can remove them that we, were, that we were not taught in modern teachings like, you know, today. So that's how I actually right. got into that. 
Yes, that is so awesome. I'm so glad you touched on all Thank of that. Thank you. Um, of course. So what has been your experience in business as a Black woman working on the feminist self-care side of it? What are some peaks and valleys that you've dealt with? So um, it has been, oh, my eyes are watering when I'm saying this, because it has been so amazing. Um, it was, it's beyond what I expected when I, when I got into this as a Black woman, especially with the type of business that I have, because you know how it is most of the time, the market is only interested as we think or are interested in external things like women getting their hair done or flat irons or clothes or things like that. So when I started right. this, I was like, okay, people don't know about this. And is it something that they're going to take as uh, take on as a priority in their life? But it goes back to the saying of you, we just don't know what you don't know. And so the way I would market it and how I um, show people from my own experience, because it's not like I'm going to be selling something or, or giving advice on something that I'm actually not using or experiencing. I think it has been great for me because I actually live this. Like whether I was putting it on Instagram or social media or not, I'm doing it. Like, so, and the amount of women that, come back with their success stories of, wow, for years I've been battling with trying to have a baby and I thought it was something wrong with me and I've been using this product now for like two months and I'm pregnant. Or I feel so more in tune and sexy with myself that I let this relationship go about, you know, that I've been in and I felt like I couldn't escape. Or I've, I've, yeah. I've started bringing up painting again, just from wearing waist beads and starting doing breathing healings. Like, that right there I'm like yeah that's that's I live for that for sure so it's it's been phenomenal for me I love it great so yeah I just wanted to touch on that when I started the Yoni Steam business it was more for the uh fertility and you know postpartum those type of benefits you know women dealing with fibroids and cysts and irregular cycles but when I started to get the clientele who would come in and say hey this is my self-care time I'm gonna put my music on I'm gonna meditate while I'm on the steam chair and also getting the testimonials about, you know, pregnancies, they've been trying for two and three years and now they're pregnant and they were able to conceive and bear the child to full term. Those were the things that were most exciting. But then also, as you said, because it was so new and, you know, people were mostly interested in the things of the newest hair, the newest nails. Yeah. Just, the, you know, touching those people who kind of looked beyond the surface and was like, hey, this is good for us. And they started inviting people and just getting those great reviews. And it, it became much more than I would have imagined in the span of one year. So, yeah, I definitely can agree with you. So where are you currently things. located? So I'm in Charlotte, North okay. Carolina right now. So I'm from Charlotte. I moved to Cincinnati, Ohio, because I was going through a separation and divorce and I have family there. So I wanted some support for my son. I have a small son as well. But once that was over and I felt like, you know, emotionally I was in a better space, I moved back to Charlotte because I love Charlotte and it's, it feels like home to me. So, yeah, that's okay. where I am now. Beautiful. i never been to Charlotte yet. Thanks. Yeah, I was going to say that. I, I, I definitely love would love to come sit down and have tea with you or something. So I've got a reason to come to Charlotte now. Yep. Just let me know. I'll make sure, you know, we have an agenda. Perfect. That's perfect. Okay. So the next question is, as a woman... Um, you know, I'm sure, like you said, you're a daughter, you're a friend. I don't know if you're a sister, just all of the different roles that we have. How do you balance those? Yes, things? I am a sister, daughter, friend, all of that mentor. Um, 
many different roles. So for me, and I think this is something that's very important, and I really, for the women that's listening to this, to listen to this with very deep insight at your core, you have to take time out for yourself and have boundaries. And it has to be something that, like when we get up and we take a shower, like you're not going to not take a shower because somebody is demanding your time. That's something that you just like, I don't care what's going on in the world. I got to take a shower. And when it comes to feeding your soul, feeding anything that's, that's nourishing you, being in alignment with your hobbies and your gifts, like when it comes to that, you still have to, you have to treat that as important as like your hygiene or something. So for example, I have, I have a lot of people pulling at me 24 seven, 24 seven, especially what I, what I do as a life coach as well. And, um, one thing for sure, I make sure I put boundaries for myself. Like I'll give you just like two examples. Every morning I have my morning ritual, no matter where I am, if I'm with family visiting, if we're on a vacation, if I'm with Bay or anywhere, everybody knows when I wake up the first hour and a half belongs to me. I don't, I, I don't care. I'm, I'm sure if like it's an emergency, of course, like you can adjust, but yeah, listen, the, 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 the world can be on fire. They know, do not interrupt me at that time. I have this thing called wind down, wind down Wednesdays that I would do. So I would block out two to three hours and I would do something that I enjoy. Maybe take a walk in the park or paint for fun, dance, you know, go to the coffee shop, put my phone on airplane mode and, and you know, get a chai tea latte and read for, for about two hours. It's something that we have to do for ourselves. We have to take ourselves as valuable, right? Because people look at us and they want us because they yeah. feel like we are valuable. As women, we have so much to give and we nurture the world. But when when do we take that time to look yeah. at ourselves as valuable and give ourselves that same nurturing that we give to other people? So how I deal with that is by having my boundaries in place. And it's right. it can be challenging, but people get used to it. Just like anything in life, we adjust. Coronavirus, we were totally upset and pissed in the beginning, but now we're adjusting. You know, you get out the car, you miss, forget the mask, turn back around, get the mask, go back in. We, right. we will adjust. People will adjust when you decide to put those certain boundaries in place for yourself. Yeah, that's true. Um, so you touched on it a little bit about, you know, just taking care of other people, but we need to nourish ourselves. And in my book, I talk about women just naturally being a sustenance provider. You know, we feed in the womb we feed from our breasts we feed sexual appetites and a lot of times that comes from what we are feeding ourselves so just being mindful of what we're consuming you know not just nutritionally but spiritually emotionally what we're receiving from the media so like you said that self-care time is a time to recalibrate for women and i don't think we understand how important it is and how it affects us. Thank you. And in turn, how it affects the people that we love and the people that we're connected to. So yeah, that's awesome. Thank you for that. I know you also have the confidence in heels. And when I come back to Cincinnati, I want to do that because I love that. Yes. That's I so interesting. I just I had class yesterday. A whole group of us, we're going to come and we're going to show out. We're going to figure Thank it you. out. <laughs> like how you highlight certain people and their growth. That's phenomenal. So um, I know you were a dancer before. 
Yes. So, do you so feel like the everything that I'm doing is actually do, uh, connected. Like purpose? I'm the type of person that when I have a certain goal, I'm moving towards something, but I, I haven't told the world exactly what it is that I'm, that I'm working on only for, you know, how it is, you know, people can feed uh, their advice from their perception and sometimes yeah, their perceptions can be limited. So sometimes I remember I asked my mother before, I said, mom, what is it that you think I do? She just, just thought, I don't know. You know, you sell, you understand yeah. marriage, you write books and you just do a little bit of everything. Well, it doesn't make sense to you. So it makes sense to some people and it doesn't. However, um, everything that I do is all from a holistic approach. We are all striving for this one thing in life, happiness, joy, and peace. That's it, right? Yeah. So my whole agenda is anything that I offer, any service that I offer, anything that I say, right. that I write in a book, any event that I give or I put on, anything that I teach is to always teach someone and to let them know that whatever it is that you need, whatever source that you have for your sense of happiness and joy, you can always reach for it in a holistic way. Nothing that's actually external or that's not coming from the earth. If it's not coming from the earth or inside of you, you literally don't need it. This is not to say that we don't have, you know, um, interest in things that are external. For example, yeah. you know, I do. I love going to get my nails done. Later today, I'm going to the salon. But this is not something that is actually a need or something that I can just tap into. You can sit down mm -hmm. in the world and don't have anything around you and still be in a space of happiness and flow. It takes nothing to move your body and dance. It takes it takes nothing to pick some herb outside that is that is uh, growing on, on trees and, and, and align those chakras and remove those energies. It's all natural. It takes nothing, you know, to connect with the sounds because, you know, I do sound healing to connect with the sounds of the birds and things that's natural or listen to the stream or listen to the ocean and it heals you. It takes nothing, for example, to write and journal and heal yourself on that level for therapy versus, oh, I have to buy this pill for depression and this is the only way I can feel better. So that, for example, I feel like it's all interconnected. Right. And as far as yeah. confidence builds and heals, uh, just to touch base how that started, I was in a space in my life where I was actually feeling really, really down and depression. I was going through depression for like four months. It, it was like a four month journey that felt like five years. And I didn't want to go outside. I didn't want to eat. I didn't work out. I, didn't, I, I was like, it was crazy. I remember I went like three days without mm -hmm. eating. It was bad. And the only thing that got me out of my depression, my, my depression was movement. And even though I have a dancer background and it was a gift for me, I know psychologically mm -hmm. and at a chemical level in the brain, what movement does to you and how it releases the endorphins in your brain. And especially for women, when you start to move your, your, your waist, how it moves the chi in that area and that provides more energy. So then you got more energy so you can go out into the world and be a better person, be a mother, work on other aspects of yourself, get up early. You know, it just makes you feel so much better. And so that's how I, that's how I started Confidence Bills and Heels. And that was the reason why. Yeah, that's awesome. So I agree. Movement is good for me too. <clears throat> and like you said, as women, sometimes when we're going through these different moods and they reach the extremes as depression yes. or anxiety and all of these different things, I noticed that a lot of times it's because we are feeling stifled 
we have this energy that is blocked and we don't know where to use it. And I think that also just goes along with purpose and being able to optimize your expression. And sometimes that is stifling just from the world or, you know, professional environments or relationships, just different things. Yes. And just being able to notice that and recognize that. I love that. that. You touched and, on something very you know, good. Keyword, like you express. said. It's heal- you know, it is healing Beautiful. for sure. Yeah, definitely. So um, this is going to be the last question or, you know, statement. So I want to ask you to give any advice to women in business looking to flourish and just Um, operate in a state that comes down to manifesting, right? We are always constantly manifesting. And I feel like there's like three stages of manifesting and we go, we go wrong at that middle or last stage. This is for women and no matter who you are, but especially for women. First of all, the first thing is, before I get into that, understand that you are unique. There's no one like you. There's no such thing as competition. Not, not two humans, even twins or triplets that was born in the same womb, have the same genetic makeup or have the same journey. Your specific soul have come to this planet to have a mission. So anything that anybody is doing around you, does not matter. Somebody can be in the same field as you, have everything the same. What's for you will not miss you. And what is not for you, it don't even matter. So I wanted to just get that out the way first because a lot of women don't do things because their friends are doing them or other people around them or they say, I can't do that because they selling that. Oh, I can't do that because nobody's going to buy mine. She's already flourishing that. You know, your customer is in alignment with your energy or you for a reason. And some people go to different places. For example, there, I go to three different yoga studios, you know, but, and they're all friends, you know, it's not like, Oh, you have to be here because I'm offering this. So I just wanted to get that out the way. But the, but the um, main piece of advice that I want to give is be clear with your desires of what you want and Please allow your desires to come from a deep space within you. And when I, what I mean when I say that is not based on what mommy and daddy told you or what your friends are doing, but what truly makes you happy. And shoot for the stars. You know, there are some people that have desires of, I just want, you know, to make 10000 a month. And there are people that have desires that want to make 100000 a month. Your desires or your desires. So be clear about what it is that you want in your desires. And the second part of that is when you actually state your desires and you're clear, you get an alignment with the energy of what you're asking for. That is the part where we go wrong at as women. We don't align with the energy. Here's an example. Yes. You want a husband, but you're not operating as a woman would or what you feel like a woman would operate as that's preparing herself to be married. So how can you attract energetically a husband if you're not already operating in that space? You want to own a business, but you're not dealing with clients or holding meetings of how somebody that's having a successful business will operate. So it's even before the manifestations happening in physical terms, already operate in that energy, align with that energy. And then the third part of that is trust, let it go. Don't worry. Don't hover over it. It's just like, for example, let's say we have something. We're on social media for business. You know, you put a post out there. You're going to market something, a product, a service. Put it out there. Let it go. But you know how people hover watching every five minutes 
looking again, see who liking it, see who shared it, see if they saved yeah. it to their collections. It's mm-hmm. like the divine, the higher power, however you want to look at it, whatever you believe in. It's like, how are you expecting me to do my job and my end if you're hovering and you're trying to take control over it? So if you've done step one, be clear about your intentions, about what it is that you want. Step right. two, you align with the energy. Step three, leave it up to the divine. We come from something that's much higher than we are. And that higher source, that higher space of energy is working with us yes. and for us. So allow it to just come. Like, let leave it alone. Go, go about your life and do what makes you happy. You have to be in a state of joy and happiness for things to come to you. And that's the advice that I would want to leave with um, with women today. That is so awesome. So that just reminds me, I often say to myself, and I think I've shared it as well, that if you want what you say you want, why aren't you preparing for it? Like if that's what you say you want, you need to be in preparation because if you're not preparing, then, then how do I know that you really want it? And I say that to myself often. When I, you know, have these affirmations of the things that I desire. Exactly. Okay, well, if you want that and and you think it's coming to you, why aren't you getting prepared? And then another thing is do not put a face on your future. You know, you say Mm. what you want, but don't put a face on it. Don't put a company title on it. Don't put a person on it. You want a man who does (laughs) this, 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 and this, and you want it to be TJ, don't put put TJ's face on it because he may not be the one. (laughs) You know what I mean? Don't, he may not be the one. Trust. So, yeah, I love everything. You know, you have an awesome spirit. I'm so glad that you were able to get to this space of purpose and just, you know, optimal alignment in your gifts. So I am grateful that you decided to accept my offer to be a guest today. Um, And I want to open up the space for you to plug your social media, your website, anything that you have going on. Thank you so much for those kind words. You can stay connected with me. Uh, My website is MeccaFreeman.com. It's all easy. It's all Mecca Freeman. So my Instagram is also Mecca Freeman. Facebook, Mecca Freeman. And at the moment for my ladies, we have a full moon sale on all Yoni Steam herbs at the moment. So by the time this, this you hear this, we probably still have a sale or we probably don't. Um, either way it goes, because of this episode that we did, if, you're, if you just give me code moon one, you can actually get those Yoni Steam herbs on sale at the sale price that we're offering. I have a lot of things coming up actually for sound healing, online classes, one-on-one coachings, 21-day healing plans, protection kits, all of that. But you can stay tuned with that on my website and via social media platforms. And just come over. I would love to connect with you guys. All righty. Well, that's the end of episode two of my book release countdown, the podcast. Thank you, Mecca. Uh-huh. I'll